This is stuff you cannot make up. Here's this couple, and they're moving their couch down into the basement, all right? And so as they're doing this, she's on one side of the couch. Her husband's on the side that's at the top, so she's getting ready to go down. They lose the hold of the couch, and she goes down onto the steps, literally, and the couch lands on top of her. (gasps) Now, it's the part where you sit on that lands on top of her. So she's in this hole. So here's the thing. (laughs) You can't make this up. The the couch gets lodged into that stairwell near the top door. And so she's on the stairs. The couch is on top of her. She's got this little pocket. All she can get out is her hand. And her husband can't get the couch off her. Because it's lodged. It's, it's wedged. Lo- it's wedged in tight. Oh, no. He tried everything. He even he even drilled holes in the wall. He drilled a hole in the wall. Oh, yeah. So he's try- he tried to make a little, you know, area so she could get out. Yeah. Didn't work. They called the fire department. Oh, I thought she was still in there. Okay, good. They called the fire department hours later. And she's been just laying there on the stairs with a couch on top of her this whole time. Not hurt. Not hurt one spit. But, yeah. I'm going to tell you, she is probably letting him have it. Well, it's <laughs> not know? her. It's not his fault. It doesn't but. matter when you're in this situation. You know, you always look to blame someone that's around you. Unfortunately, yeah. so hopefully she's she's passed it. So Mark now. works in behind the scenes, right? Yeah. Scott, what happened to Mark? You have to tell this. This is so crazy. Well, got stuck in the uh, church elevator at a little gathering we had a number of years ago, and apparently we had to call the fire department. <gasps> he and a couple other people in the in the elevator wouldn't budge. And uh, I had already left, missed some text messages that said, hey, come help us. And they finally got a uh, call to the fire department. <laughs> Get out of the elevator. I can see Scott looking at his watch. Uh, yeah. No, no I'm, I'm not coming back. I'm on my way home. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Where'd you get stuck one time? It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. It was Bush Gardens for me, Tampa Bay. What, where did you get They stuck? used to have this little monorail that went a little bit over the parking lot and then into their where they have their safari now. Mm-hmm. They have a safari ride at Bush Gardens, but they used to have a monorail that went over all the uh, animals in the African jungle at Bush Gardens in Tampa Bay. The thing got stuck. Three hours we sat in that thing before they were able to get it moving again. The good news is we got free tickets to come back the next weekend. Oh, well, that's good because you used half your day just about. First ride we went on yeah. was that monorail one to see if it would get stuck again so we get more free tickets. <laughs> Didn't work. Didn't work, I'm sure. They got Did it worked out. Did not work. Jen's here at 800-447-7234. What happened to you, Jen? I got stuck in my car one time in the parking lot. How do you get stuck in my a car? Husband. I know. My husband had an old 86 Cutlass with the metal door handles. Well, they both fell off. I left my lights on the night prior, so I'm getting in the car, close the door, getting ready to start the car, and it didn't start. So I had to call the fire department, and a big old truck with flashing lights came. They come out with the axe and everything, thinking they're going to save me. Walk up to my car, open the outside door, and the fireman is like, is that it? <laughs> yes, sir. That was it. Huge laugh at my expense. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Liz says once every other week or so. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. Mm-mm. Once every other week or so, no, right? No, no, no. I feel like it should be every... Longer? S- no, no. Every single day. Every day? Every Why single Why every day? day? Because it's gross. Yeah, well, once a week, or it should be fine. I don't think so. I think every day. 
that's a lot of laundry if you do this every day. It is a lot of laundry, but it's also keeping everybody safe. This is just my my humble opinion. Okay, here's her humble opinion. Yeah, that you should wash your towels every day after you use them, you know, in the shower. Or not in the shower, but once you get out of the shower. Once you dry. Because, <laughs> because, because we understand mm-hmm. that we've, we've dried ourselves. Yeah, yeah. after you clean yourself off. You're, not, you're drying your clean body. You are drying your clean body, yeah. but there's still parts of you, you know, that are not completely clean. They're just not. They're all right. just not. I'm, I'm not going there, okay. but all right. I'm so, just saying. So once a week should be fine. No. To do the towels. Actually. I, I wonder what your water bill is like. Well, I will say I am the only person in my family that abides by this rule. I think I have one of my kids that says when she starts walking, that's when I'm a cleaner. <laughs> the towels. When the towel starts walking? Yeah. When it can walk down the hall on its own to the laundry room. Well, that might be a little bit too long. Uh, but most of the people, it, it's every couple of days. How many towels? So she has, what, two teenage boys? Yes, and a hubby. And your husband? Yeah, in the house. And then, so that's four people yes. using towels. You, you wash that many towels a day? No, that's what I'm saying. The other people in my family do not. They hang their towel and let it dry, and then they use it again. So Which, you're wasting a lot of water on a towel? On just me. So we don't necessarily wash the towels every day. I put them in the laundry. And grab a new one. Exactly. All right. For me. For me. Because I can't. Now, the one that I put on my hair is a different story. That's two towels? Yes. But I don't wash my hair every day. I wash my hair every like three to four days. Well, wait a minute. That's still a towel. Right. But I'm only using it every three to four days. And I will reuse the hair towel. But wait. Because it's. Stop, 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 stop. I'm a paradox. I get it. Listen. So you will you will wash your main towel yeah. every day, but the other towel that you still use on yes. your head, yes. you won't wash every day. Right. So Why? The one on the main body is cleaning the bottoms of your feet <laughs> and other things that, you know, it's drying that. Okay, so. And other things. Listen. What? Because uh, Diana texted and she agrees yeah. with you, Rob. See, she thank you, said, Diana. We're drying our clean bodies. It's clean. So no need to wash. Yes and no. <laughs> I mean, yes, but no at the same time. All right. Okay. Well, hey, it's your it's it's your money. Right. Well, the if experts, you want to waste all that electricity and water, I don't. But the experts agree with you and Diana. The experts agree. They do. Now, ah, see? They said hand towels that you use in the bathroom and you, you know, the cloth ones. Yeah. They're like, do those at least every other day. Oh, okay. I still would yeah. say once a week, but okay. They say every other day. And the one in the kitchen also. Because That's... you're drying up, you know, chicken guts and stuff. Oh. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. I had no idea this is going to be causing such a stir, such an outcry, such controversy this morning. Off of how many times you clean your towel? Liz does it once a day. I say, why? Because you're drying off your body. And and it, no, it's not. It, even though you just washed it, it's not really clean. There's, things are not clean. So, Natalie. She's talking about the towel. Yes. She's talking, okay. Yes. So, anyway. It, and, and now there's an upcry. I mean, the texts are coming in at 800-447-7234. Yeah, Natalie said, yes. 
Only use towels once and then wash them. Why? She said her daughter getting lice one time changed her mind about reusing a towel. Oh, I, I can understand that. Yeah, I understand how that... But, uh, yeah. Yeah. That doesn't happen all the time now. No, it doesn't happen all the time, no. but if there's even a chance, I see what she's saying. Okay, Deborah texted and said, Liz, if you wash all your parts, everything's clean. <laughs> So, so that's the case of you don't have to wash your towel yeah. every time. Right. And okay. I don't know. She didn't tell me. Deborah did not say how often. But I'm hearing she does once it enough. a week. Once a week is That's all I'm you hearing. need. That's all you need. No, I think. Liz I uses the towel, throws it in the washing machine, turns Mine. it on. Not exactly. <laughs> Put right. it in the hamper. <laughs> Linda, what about you? I want to weigh in on the towel controversy. Please, because it is a controversy. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that she's probably correct. No, no. Why? Why? Why, Linda? A few years ago, Oprah had a special on the most germy things in your house. And according to science, when you use a towel, within 24 to 36 hours, the bacteria fester because the towel is damp. So most of us hang it over the shower rod or hang it on the towel rod, and it sits there, and the bacteria just have a big old party. So since I saw that, I wash my towels every day. I say, why even take a shower then? <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Yeah, his, her name is Renee, and she went to her local grocery store. She was just picking up some snacks. So she works in a men's home, like a rehabilitation home for men. And so she was picking up some snacks for them to have. So she's walking around. She's doing her thing. She's looking, you know, I don't know, the cocktail wieners. I don't know what she's looking at. Anyway, some people come up to her, hand her a check for $10,000. Just in the middle For, of the grocery store. Just at random? At random. Get out. Sort of at random. There is a social media influencer. Her name is uh, Charlie Rocket. I don't know anything about him. But he went to Fort Myers, Florida, where Hurricane Ian just, you know, just ravaged the place. And so uh, he was trying to do some good in the area. And so he found her. And I guess he found her also through social media or, you know, possibly found out people in the neighborhood that were um, helping the community. So he and so, stalked her yeah. all the way to the grocery yeah. store. Yeah. And then gifted her with flowers and $10,000. So what is Renee going to do with it? She's not going to buy a new wardrobe. She's not even going to invest in a new car. She's going to use it to help the rehabilitation home oh, for men on. in really? which she works. And uh, one of the uh, the guys said, you know what? This just restores my faith in humanity that someone saw her need and how she works for the community and decided to give back to her. She didn't use it for her own need. I can only guess. Fort Myers, Hurricane Ian. Yes. She, her house probably could have been demolished. I don't know this. Right. But I'm going to guess there's something that's there that she could have yeah. used it for. Instead, she gave it away. Yeah, because the men's home also needed some repairs after Look the it, hurricane. You know and so what? She's taking care of her community in everything she does. Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. It's a big, gigantic rubber duck in a harbor. It's huge. It's I mean, massive or something. Crazy. Massive. It's Robin Liz, his radio. I mean, they even have an Instagram, Big Duck. Yeah. Is the Instagram. <laughs> so this thing that is just floating in a harbor got loose. Yeah, because there were high away. winds. Yeah. And so the ropes got broken and they went looking for it. Yeah. I mean, and it's floating away. People are following in rowboats. I, it's 
it's wild. This is in Maine, so it was in a harbor somewhere. And you know it has a little baby ducky with it, too? Yeah. But the baby ducky's huge as well. Well, it's, it's big, but not yeah. as big as Mama Duck. <laughs> the thing is gigantic. It broke loose. And so it came back, and it has... I think great joy written on it. It does. It has joy across the chest. Yeah. And I love that because how, if you were, let's just say you're on a boat or, you know, you you even are lucky enough to have a house that's right there on the harbor and you see this rubber ducky floating on by, how would you not smile? It's got to bring you joy. Yeah. See, Scott Watson, who does our news, is a rubber ducky fan. As a matter of fact, isn't it once a week you take a bath with a rubber ducky? Okay, Rob, don't give away all my secrets. <laughs> a rubber Sitting ducky enthusiast. Bubble bath, you see the bubbles on his head. Calgon, <laughs> take me away. Calgon. I got the bubble yeah. afro going, you know. Yeah, but one of your, one of your kids like rubber duckies, right? Yeah, yeah, they all do. They all have them. My daughter still has a couple of like little pink rubber duckies, you know, in her room. She just likes them. So she just sets them on a dresser, but she doesn't like yeah. have them in the bath or anything. No, no, more like decorative. You know, I think about this big duck i think it'd be a neat harbor attraction if you could ride it like get on top of it and just go riding down the harbor on the big rubber duck see maybe the baby one because that that big one if you fell off that water's gonna hurt (laughs) no but you what you should do is use it as a blob a blob you don't know what the blob is you know what the blob is what is it is it you jump on it and and then jump into the lake or something it bounces wow okay scott you know what a blob is what's the blob at summer camp enlighten me isn't that the one where you, yeah, you jump on it, right? See, okay. we're both saying the, the big, same thing. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. There's a little more to it. So you get up on a structure. Okay. That's probably a story high. Oh, wow. And there's a kid on one end of it, and then an adult or somebody uh-huh. who's a little heavier in weight than the other kid jumps yeah. on the other end, and with the air, it pushes the child on the end of it way up into flight and out, out into the water. Yeah. Okay, this is one of those permission slips I have to sign before my kid goes to camp. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. John Ann is along with us this morning at 800-447-7234. Hey, John Ann. Hey, I was uh, hearing you talk about the uh, the big oak in the the harbor. Did you know that when you take cruises, a lot of people have fun hiding those little rubber duckies? And if you find one, uh, it normally has a tag on it that says some calculations. So I'd either take a picture of it with you and put it on Facebook under cruising ducks, and then you either keep it or hide it. What'd you do with yours? I hid it again and found another one, uh, and then I kept that one. And then uh, now every time I take cruise, I buy ducks to hide because I love watching to see who finds them and seeing their faces light up when they find them. So this year we're going on one over Christmas. So I bought a bunch of Christmas-themed ducks. I've got like uh, 60 of them to put out. See, Liz and her husband just got a cruise they're going on. When is that going to happen? End of February. So end of February. So I think... John Ann, you just gave Liz an idea. That would be fun to do. How many rubber duckies would you even get? Oh, my goodness. She's doing 60. This is my first time out, so I'm going to say 10 or 20. No, 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 no. Go big or go home. You think I need to go more than... Go big or go home. Bring a whole suitcase of rubber duckies. No, because yeah. I need, I need I I have enough luggage no, <laughs> when I no, travel. No, there's there's a reason. Okay. So you wow. bring a suitcase packed with hundred rubber duckies. Okay. All right, all just right. get a hundred rubber duckies okay. to hide on the ship. Oh goodness! Then you'll have an empty suitcase to bring back all the stuff you're going to buy. See, I love that. that See, is, I told you that is genius. Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. The warning is pretty stern. 
It says, do not hit golf balls in the Grand Canyon. I mean, seriously. I thought, really, people don't know this? Until there's this TikToker that decided, hey, let me do something fun. Yeah, all she wanted to do was uh, maybe chip a couple of balls around at the Grand Canyon. She ended up, looks like a mistake to me in watching her TikTok video. Um, She hits the ball. Of course, the ball goes into the Grand Canyon, but she loses grip on the club itself. And it flies. And it flies. And what they're worried about is somebody hiking or even a coyote or a deer or something, some sort of wildlife that you know, gets so it in the head. this person, I think her name's Katie. So, Katie. So Katie has 7 million followers, and people are like, oh, oh, that's funny. And then the National Park and Rec Service saw it and went, uh, wait a minute, we're going to have to charge you and bring you to court. Which is kind of sad. I wish they could just handle it, you know, outside of court uh, and just say, okay, here, Let's make you an example. Let's go on TikTok together and talk about why you don't chip balls into the Grand Canyon. Yeah, so a couple of things. There are people that are hiking below or on the river below. Yeah. So this ball could hit them. Ouch. And coming from that height, like I don't know how far she was up. All the way to the top. But (laughs) we think. And, you know, but if the ball goes down and hits, you know, her or hits somebody in the head. Or an animal or a bird and then the club. I mean, just think this golf club coming at you while you're hiking. Right. And I do. You're on one of those donkeys on the way down. You're going, oh, this is going to be great. Good experience. You get clocked in the head (laughs) by a golf club. That's a freaky accident. Never heard of that. Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Todd's mowing his lawn. And then he looks over to the corner of his eye and he goes, oh, wait a minute. Look at that. There's a bunch of balloons in my fence. So weird. What in the world? <laughs> so he makes a path over there, has a line mowing his lawn to go get the balloons, and he looks at them, and they got a name of a business and a school. And they were happy birthday. Aww. So it was somebody's birthday at that school, and it wound up. And, and the school's like 500 miles away from his house. Wow. So he's like a woodworker, okay? Sure. And so he starts to make some things, and then he sends the balloons back to the school with that, pictures of himself and his dog, and a hundred bucks. Hundred dollars. Yeah, to go to the young man who lost those balloons. Aww. Evidently, the the guy, the little boy who lost the balloons, eighth grade, and uh, his name is Kason. Kason was walking home with his mom with the balloons that he got from school for the birthday party, and they got loose, and he was sad. Of course he was sad. Anytime you lose your little balloon, especially if it's a present, somebody gave it to you and thought enough of you. And so now Kaysen not only got his balloons back, but a lot of toys, a hundred bucks, and pictures of a dude and his dog. And you know what? I bet those balloons made Todd's day. It was an unexpected, just sort of a, huh, that's kind of cool. Let me see who these belong to. Did some research. So not only did it make his day, but it made Lil' Kaysen's day, too. Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. He's just a little guy with an entrepreneur heart that just wants to be a philanthropist. And he's in kindergarten. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. So he puts together a lemonade stand. He thought, you know what I want to do with this lemonade stand? I want to buy pumpkins for everybody in my kindergarten class. And that's exactly what he did. His name's McKay. He's a kindergartner and he did. I don't know how much he made uh, at his lemonade stand, but enough that he could buy all the kindergartners the pumpkins. So he goes to this farm where they sell the pumpkins, have pumpkin patch. He buys them and the owners of the farm get so inspired. They're like, okay, well, uh, we want to give all the kids in first grade a pumpkin. So they donated the pumpkins. 
to the, kindergarten and first grade? Yes. Wow. Yeah, so he bought them for kindergarten. They gave to the first grade. And then I think they went home and I can just see them sitting in their lazy boys just talking to each other like, you know, if this kid can give all that he had, all that he had in the world to make somebody happy, we, we should do a little more than this. Oh, what they do? So they took the money that McKay spent on the pumpkins for his class and they donated it to hurricane relief, hurricane Ian relief efforts. Really? Like what? And they're in, like Illinois. They're nowhere near Fort Myers, Florida, that mm-hmm. area that was hit by Hurricane Ian. But they saw a need and they said, "You know, we got to keep giving. This kid can give everything he has." And it all started with a kindergartner and lemonade. Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. Liz evidently does not have a, a great appreciation for art. <laughs> Not really, not. I, I I don't know that much about art, and I hate that about myself because. But I'm just not. I'm not interested. Art to her is baking. You kind of, and and I do love handmade items. There's a local artist in town that I absolutely love. What do you mean handmade? Where arts and crafts? Yes. You mean like basket weaving? Anything that is handmade, homemade, to me has more value than something I can just pick up off the shelf. Like somebody that put their heart and soul into it. Instead of going off to a museum? Yeah, I'm not into the museum. That's the kind of art she's not into. She's losing out on life. Well, and, and I think it's because of things like this. I don't have much of an appreciation for duct tape or masking tape that's used in art that is sold for lots of money. So there is this artist named Pete Mondrian, and he made something back in 1941, and it was made with, it basically looks like masking tape, uh, red, yellow, blue, and black. All different color tape. All different color tape, and he made almost like a grid. Okay, so he sold this, and then he passed away before it was signed. So for whatever reason, that makes it more valuable. It has been in this museum for the last 30 years, and they've had it hanging upside down. Which you can't tell. I mean, we're talking a big picture frame with tape on the inside of all the colors that Liz just told you. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh, it's upside down. Turn it around. Somebody said once you turn it the right side, right side up, that you can see that it should be have been hung that way. How? That's what I said. How? And I guess if you have an artist's eye, then you know. But it says the thicker part of the grid um, should be at the top, not at the bottom, which is the way it's been hanging in Düsseldorf since like 1980. So, so now in Düsseldorf, yeah, it's hanging right side up. I think they've now put it right side up. Uh, yeah. But I'm like, if you, if you, and again. I, I did not take art appreciation. If you go into this museum and you can't tell it's upside down, <laughs> this is why I'm like, well. Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. So here's the good thing. Pluto TV is free. Pluto? Pluto is free. And they are adding a ton of stuff so that you can watch even <gasps> for free. So why even pay for a streaming service? That is awesome. Yeah. So I have not, I, I don't think I've used... Pluto, I've used, is it Freebie? Freebie TV? Yeah, it's kind of the, I think they're the same thing. Okay. Because they have the same type of platform. Okay. All these different channels. Like, I like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh, yeah. Pluto TV has a whole channel that's all Dog the Bounty Hunter. They have a whole channel for that's, Dog? Yes, that's they do. That's a lot of episodes. They have a whole Johnny Carson 
So oh, if you wow. want throwback tonight show before, throwback. you know, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Pre Jay Leno, pre Jimmy Fallon. Wow. Exactly. That's yeah. a while ago. Uh, there's another one I use, Tubi. But they don't have as That's many. That's movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is different. It's like watching live TV or some on-demand stuff. Wow. But yeah. they're adding even more, which is great because it is free. Do they have a different level? Like, I would think if it's free, it has ads. Yeah. So can you buy, like, the different level to have no ads? No. Okay. I didn't know. I never used it before. It's free. Oh, totally free. Yeah, get rid of your streaming stuff. I'm getting rid of it now. I gotta wow, that phone. was easy. 